Welcome to the Spicy Boys Podcast. Let's get spicy. Hello, everybody. We are back with Spicy Boys, and we did it. We made it to double digits on episode 10 of the Spicy Boys. Air horn. I don't have one. But (laughs) But if we did, we made it. Maybe we should get one. Episode X. Episode X with Spicy Boys. I'm Ryan Witten. I'm Brad Hughes. And I'm Ryan Witten Jr. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Jeff. Little baby wit. <laughs> Jeff Gann. Yeah, call me Triple G. You know how I be. <laughs> Up and down. Keeping it. Since uh, episode I la- three. I lost. No. You're keeping it spicy. I can end on a rhyme. It's hard. In the LOG. One, two, Watch three. Watch an NBC. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, th- I think we're all excited after that, that Eminem thing. I was extremely excited because yeah, you guys know I love Eminem. Uh, so. oh. As I would say, just M. Because, you know. Oh, that. You that, don't call him Eminem. The freestyle rap he did. Yeah. yeah. That, that was pretty dope. He was dope, but he didn't mention anything about Mom's Spaghetti. I, I know. Mom's Spaghetti. Hip hop mom Spaghetti. Yeah. Don't, I don't. I need to hear all On about. On the surface, he looks calm and ready. But for y'all, <laughs> it's Mom's Spaghetti. It's Mom's Spaghetti. That's all we care about with Eminem. Well, Episode 10. Here we are. We started 10 episodes ago. We started from the bottom and now we're here. Episode 10. This is is a milestone, I I would say. Yeah, I think this is, we're going to have these little mark or these little milestones throughout and this is pretty big. If this, if this was a a marriage 10 years, we got about what? A couple more years before we get a divorce. (laughs) (laughs) And then we're done, guys. <laughs> Episode 15, gave, we're done. We gave it a good shot. 15 years. 10 years. Ten. If you work in the one company for 10 years, that's that's that's, that's something to something. talk about. That's something to brag about. Let's give them something to talk about. We don't have the clearance for that song. So, <laughs> so, so I, I want to start this up. If, if, if it's okay with everybody else, I want to start this episode off with, a, with an apology. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Look. look. Do your apology, Ryan. I want to give a huge apology to Brett Ratner. <laughs> I did not know. Did he hit you up? No, he didn't hit me up. Not yet. Did you guys know Brett Ratner produced this this indie live action remake of Yogi Bear? I don't know if you guys <laughs> have heard Yogi of it. Yogi Bear. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio actually won an Oscar for this. It's called The Revenant. Oh my god. He produced <laughs> he was, the Revenant. He was executive producer on the Revenant. <laughs> why? Well, why? I'm sure because he has the money. Like I, I looked through his executive producer cut. It's like kind of impressive. Like as long as he's not directing, like he does a pretty good job. All right, Brett. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. When I saw the Revenant, it was mind-blowing. He looked amazing. The bear looked real. And uh, DiCaprio will deserve Oscar. He also looked real. He also looked real. Yeah. Um, I'm going I'm to let you slide in this one, Brett. That was a good film. but That was his bad boys too. But let me tell you something. I'm watching you. <laughs> Spicy boys are watching you. Spicy boys are watching you. In your window when you're at night. Jeff's a loud screamer, so oh yeah, you won't be able to get away with it. So just keep that in mind, Brett. Good job at Revenant, but you know what? Don't get too comfy. Don't get <laughs> don't get too comfy. Don't get too spicy. <laughs> Ryan, apology not accepted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to give that apology. One day, one day, you know, maybe Brett can personally redeem himself. We'll I don't know see. why he would we'll do see. that. <laughs> I don't know how you would do that, but no, I, I just, I just was surprised by that. 
I was surprised too, but you know, I don't know if he needed, you know, I don't know if there needed to be an apology. But probably not. You know, not yeah, yet. It was, it was a pretty half-hearted. I think apology. he has to prove prove something to us still. So. Yeah. But apology. one day, <laughs> apology rescinded. We're waiting. You know, you know where to reach us, Brett. One eight hundred. Ryan's phone number is <laughs> space S P C B O Y Z. Yep. Spicy boy. It's a hard zzz. Spicy yeah. boys. Emphasis on the zzz. Spicy boys. Well, today um, it's, it's all about video games. <laughs> we do the same sound effects. Yeah. Air horns and video game sounds are exactly the same. Um, well, Brad um, can give the intro for the movie before we dive let me, too Let deep. me just give a quick quote from the movie that I thought was pretty funny. Um, this from this movie? Yeah, which the movie we're reviewing is actually our f- first documentary yeah. review. Um, I was pretty excited about it. It's one of my favorite. It's probably in my. It's in my top five favorite documentaries um but before i say the, the the name of it i'm gonna give a quote and it was i pointed out to steve that he's a person he is the person he is today because he came under the wrath of bill mitchell <laughs> and the documentary we're reviewing is the king of kong a fistful of quarters so what'd you guys think of this doc i love this documentary Normally we talk about cinematography and uh, you know acting and production design. Writing. Yeah, this has nothing to do with that, but uh, it's uh, a, one of those docu- documentaries where there's a complete, you know, there's three acts. It's not like uh, some documentaries where it's all facts and. Um, they're just showing you how, I don't know, some travel documentaries. It's just, they, they, it's just exploring facts. There's no really, there's not a, um, a, a proper three act um, structure. But this one, this one, I, I felt like after, well, I've watched it before and I, I rewatched it again. And I felt like some, like some, some movies, uh, were based off of this documentary, character-wise. Oh, uh, really? Absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, I loved it. It's uh, yeah, I like I like I like documentaries where there's a build-up to something. There's a protagonist, there's an antagonist, and you know, there's conflict, just like a a a, a normal film would have. And that's so. and I think that, that was the big thing is the protagonist and antagonist on this film. Yeah. Are just like like I don't know, so strong that I just. Yeah, you can't help but love it. It's it's funny too because because it works because they're real people. But like, show me a, a better example of like good versus evil. Of like, you know, like it, it's it's so funny because there's such extremes in this movie. But like, you know from the get go, yeah, who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. Uh, like, did you guys uh grow up? Like, what was your first? Well, well, real quick, let's just talk about, in case people haven't seen this, what yeah. is the actual documentary about? So, Donkey Kong. So it's about Donkey Kong, pretty much the world record. Yeah, trying so, to achieve the top chair, the trying to be the uh, Sultan of Swat, climb the Donkey Kong Mountain, <laughs> get the the high score, the high score. So I think what Jeff was going to ask was something about. Oh, just turn it up. And you guys, yeah, your background in video games, like your first system. First system in video yeah. games. Um, for me, it was the NES. Yeah. Yeah. I think my first system was the Sega. Yeah? Genesis? Genesis? Sega Genesis. Me too. Sega. Sega. I actually had a, um, the first, vi- I didn't have video games for a long time though. And the first one I remember getting after the Genesis was the um sega dreamcast oh the short-lived <laughs> sega dreamcast there's a, i have a one of my i have a favorite line from a movie called malibu's most wanted <laughs> i was waiting like, i was waiting for he's that. like <laughs> what do he you say he's like 
I, I got, got Gamecast. A, I got a game box. He's like, Gamecast. He's like, no, you either got a, a, a GameCube or a Dreamcast. He's like, man, I said I got Gamecast. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, the Dreamcast, though? I had I had one system. too. I still think it was. I can't believe it didn't do very well. I mean, yeah. it was ahead of its time. It had it Wi Fi. That's or the it, one. No, it had internet. Had, e- game. had a had a dial up connection. Yeah, that's but the it, one that had a uh, uh, a Tamagotchi for a memory card, right? Yes, <laughs> and you could yeah. play Sonic Tamagotchi on there. Yeah, yeah. It was actually it was way ahead of its time. Then, uh, so the then after that, I got like the. Nintendo 64. Oh. And then the GameCube. Then I got the Xbox One. Moving up. But. That's uh, Genesis. Okay. I was a big arcade player. Like, oh, yeah? Yeah. I loved the arcade. I've skipped, skipped some classes. to arcade. Sorry, Mom and Dad. No, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> back in uh, like middle school or something. Do you have a favorite like arcade game you'd play? Actually, on the arcade? Oh. Um, or in the arcade, I guess. Oh yeah, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ooh, that's oh, a that's good a one. Really yeah. fun game. I was gonna. So you can play four, four, four players, and you know those are the yeah. best ones. So yeah, mine love, was uh, mine was X Men. Oh, oh I yes. one. I got hooked on Nightcrawler. Yeah, so. mine was had to have been Street Fighter. Oh okay. Loved that game at the arcade. I mean, you it was just a button masher. Oh man. Uh, I, I was, knew yeah, how I to was, do that. I, was I like, knew that how to Hayuken with Hadouken with uh, Hui, Ryu oi. and Ken. <laughs> Zengi. Zengi. Ar, ar, ar. <laughs> uh, back in uh, like uh, freshman high school, yeah. Um, there's an arcade uh, shop next to my school, and every almost every day after class, we all would walk there. And you have to get in line, put your, you know how you would play pull here, you put your quarters in like on the side. Yeah. So yeah. You got next. Like hold, hold, hold your spot. Yeah. You, you would do that for arcade and, uh, um, no mercy rule. So if you, if you get, if you get beat to a pulp, you know, you get embarrassed. It's not your fault. So better just leave and take your quarters with you. <laughs> um, then, uh, um, the same shop had the N64. Um, then they got two playstation ones everyone was whoa really uh, crazy about it and you had to pay um to play per hour and uh, you can't save your games so a lot of the people would just play street fighters and not really yeah like adventure games unless you had like five hours yeah yeah and then you would be really frustrated if you didn't finish it yeah (laughs) i played uh one time with my brother uh we were riding the bike bicycle and uh we stop at this arcade shop and we're on our way home it's like let's go play one game one game street fighter or something all right so we leaned the bike against the tree and we're playing and we're so into it and like but probably an hour later we looked at like the bike's gone (laughs) (laughs) and uh had to walk home crying it was father's day my dad was pissed Oh man, that's a good story. But you had a good time at the arcade, didn't you? Yeah, I think I, think I used Chun Li. Chun Li was Chun Li. Yeah, she oh, was, everyone. She and E uh, Honda. E Honda. They were the two. They were the t- oh, and Blanca. They could, they could kick fast, yeah. and then electricity. But yeah. Blanca was tough because he like if he if you had somebody who could time it right, every time you hit him, you would get hurt. Just yeah, that, about. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, that was a tough one. Um, what was the uh, uh, guy that would uh, stretch? Oh, oh it's Dawson. Dawson. Yeah. Dawson. Yeah. 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 Yoga fire. <laughs> Yoga flame. Yoga fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I had Genesis. Then uh, I. Uh, it was. It was rotation. Sonic, Aladdin, and Lion King. Ooh, Lion King was Lion game. King and Aladdin were both tough, but Lion yeah. King was so difficult. I never beat yeah. that game. Oh man, I'd I should play that game today if I, if I jumping had it. on the uh, giraffes' heads yeah. and timing the monkeys and oh yeah. man, that was a, that it's was a it's uh game. it's some serious hand-eye coordination yeah required. And you get like two maybe a one one or two continues, and you're just like yeah. back at the start, and you get to see the freaking opening scene again over and over. I hated hearing that yeah. after a while. Man, I, I remember, do you guys remember when, when the Wii came out? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it came with the, the virtual console store where you could buy all of the old games. Oh, you're right. Oh, man. Uh, I think my, my brother, I think Zach, shout out Zach, if you... Uh, you could go and Zach is like the first online store, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like my, my buddy Blaine and I, we would buy all, like he had half of the games at his house and I had half of them that we played. Like, and we would just like go over to each other's houses and play, but we had Donkey Kong and we had Kid Icarus and we had like all these old, like NES and Super Nintendo games that were so much fun. But there was one that we found and like we got all of our buddies hooked on it, but it was called Baseball Stars Two. Baseball Stars, dude, you remember that game? I remember the original Baseball Stars. Oh man, it is so much fun! It's all these roided out dudes. They're like their arms are bigger than their heads, and it's just a baseball game. But it was like absolutely ridiculous. Like if you if you got hit, you could charge the mound, and if you punched the pitcher before the catcher <laughs> caught you, then it would like. Make his like stamina go way down. <laughs> like, oh my god! All right. So tell me, did you, did you play NES at all or Super NES? Any of those? Uh, when I was a kid, no. But yeah, so you're. I didn't have one. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So um, just tell me, it was which, which which console did you play the most, Ryan? Oh man. Besides uh, maybe like Sega Genesis. All right. What was your favorite game? If you could just say one. That you can remember, at least. Sonic. Yeah, Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Did yeah. you have a favorite console, Jeff? I mean, um, probably Genesis is the one. That's the only, that's the only console I've had growing up. And uh, well, Sega then had the PlayStation One. Um, I remember why my old oldest brother got a job and he bought us a uh, PlayStation one. I mean, we're like, yes. <laughs> and back there in the Philippines, you can buy like bootleg shit. Yeah. Like, games. And we bought a twisted metal and that changed my, uh, yeah, that changed my <laughs> life. Solid game, man. Yeah. I, played, I used to play twisted metal black a lot. Yeah. I, th- I think all uh, those games probably, were uh, sweet tooth, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I would say it's probably Genesis and I got to go to Aladdin. What's funny, <laughs> what's funny is like, so fun. Twisted Metal was like controversial when it came out. It was like edgy and it was like, it, rated. Was, kinda... it was like rated either teen or mature. Gosh. It's like Mortal Kombat. It's like, like now. All games, Mortal Kombat. And, and now you look yeah. at games and it's, it's like, not. have you seen the new Mortal Kombats? And yeah. It's like showing bones it. breaking and. I mean everything. You guys remember Blitz, right? Yeah, NFL Blitz. So they had a game a few years ago called Blitz the League, and it was like if you, like, you could hurt some, you could purposely hurt somebody on the field, but like you could just like break their leg. <laughs> it was straight up violence. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, or you could like punch, like take somebody's helmet off and like punch them. It, it, it's just ridiculous. Do you guys ever now. play with, well um, with a uh, like cousins or siblings where it gets so intense that it's almost, it's almost turned to a fist fight. Uh, oh, yeah, my, my brother <laughs> hit me with a controller multiple times. <laughs> Lee, if you're listening, I didn't forget about that. <laughs> what game? Blitz. Uh, the original in Nintendo 64. We used to have these big, like, video. My, my buddy Blaine and I, but my brother would do it every now and then. We would just have, like, marathons of video games where we would, like, just pick like 15 games and we would play all of them like one round of each of them and like whoever won at the end was you know was better than the other person <laughs> i won't uh, forget my 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 hometown i don't know why i said that but my my house <laughs> my home <laughs> in my hometown because because uh, you are your hometown yeah. uh our one of the main rooms that all the boys got to stay in, like as I got older, because you know some of us would leave and go to college. Was this? Uh, we called it the dungeon, and in that room was concrete floors because it's in a basement. So there's, it's a layer of carpet. There's no cushion, and then concrete. The reason I bring that up is because my brother Jacob um, and I went had a battle on N64 for weeks about. I'm not sure if it's related to this that game, but we used to have like Mario Kart battles. Who could get the fastest time and all that? Well. Fast forward, there was we were playing something. I think it might have been like Goldeneye, and my brother got super frustrated, you know. And he had the he had four sixty four controllers because this was actually his console. He paid for everything, and he had two of the gray ones, and then a red and a green controller. And 
he had the red controller at one point and got so mad he threw it on the ground. Well, <laughs> his strength in concrete, it just shattered, right? But the casing still was like intact. So fast forward even farther, he was playing with his green controller one day and he smashed it also, broke it. So now we're down to two controllers. And then I showed up one day and he had somehow rigged the red and green controller together. <laughs> And so it was part red and part green and it was like his lucky controller after that <laughs> oh. he like he's like i couldn't lose and he had like everything. oh yeah so you put both controllers together but oh, i yeah. will not forget he just would lose it and just smash that thing i think when i got a first xbox it was all about having your own personal controller oh yeah only you personalized and you'd give you someone like it. the mad cats controller that's yeah. too big for your hands <laughs> with like a turbo button your friend's coming over oh here he's using this jeff knows very well i've got i've got a wonky co- controller that i let my guests play on the xbox one that's like initiation it's like yo no you want to play okay like, yeah you want to play against me all right well you got to play with the one that plugs into the console <laughs> you got to sit like two feet from the tv <laughs> and i sit back here and couch wirelessly <laughs> are you guys familiar okay this is probably my my earliest memory of a video a video game console it's made by nintendo and it's called the family computer Wait, this is a console? Yeah, the name is Family Computer. That's right? the name of the console or the video game? The console. So this is a console we know, but that's like what they called it? Um, or is it actually called... Oh, is that what Mr. Game & Watch came from? Maybe. Yeah, it's a, it's Nintendo, but it looks like this. You can't you guys see it, but it's... Oh, wow. No, I don't know that. This is the... Com- yeah, it's pretty common... Uh, um, video game console for the elites back in the Philippines. <laughs> back, oh, okay. back in the day. Okay. And yeah, I had friends uh, playing it. It's just it's called Nintendo Family Computer. Is it made by Nintendo? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty. Oh, uh, did, did you guys get into uh, uh, Super Smash Bros. Yeah. Brothers? That game yeah. was fun. I didn't get into it like hardcore, but I definitely see why people. Oh yeah, it's a, just game. a fun game. My my buddies. All of us in college, we would play it, have late nights of playing it on the Wii and stuff like it's that. It's definitely one of those games, just from viewing, like, you could get really rowdy. Because, like, I've seen people, oh, like, yeah. I don't I don't know everything about the game, but I'm like, didn't they die? And they're like, no, 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 these did a combo and they saved themselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's funny, too, because, like, that's a game, you know, you're talking about Street Fighter. Apparently, back in the day, whenever they used to have, like, tournaments and stuff like that, the person to get was... Oh, God, the the white dude the american guy <laughs> the white dude was that, <laughs> like is he wearing white or is he just actually no, he's white? like the american dude that oh has like yeah the, van damme you know, yeah <laughs> but any apparently like it, what <laughs> they just said van damme <laughs> uh, right that's what he played in a movie yeah van damme played him but uh guile this is guile guile so apparently like that if you like were really good with that character, he was at such another level that like they banned him from turn like people being able to use him in tournaments. Which my buddy and I, Blaine, we we spent a lot of time like trying to figure out why he was supposed to. So we would always, but like we neither of us got really good with him. So I'm. So if anybody knows, I mean, wait, this is for Street Fighter, right? Yeah, Street Fighter. It's, it's Guile is apparently like he's banned in tournaments. It's like that, people it's, can't it's that roundhouse that. kick or that that kick he does, and then goes Sonic Boom, Sonic Boom, Sonic Jackknife Boom. Yeah, Jackknife Man. That yeah, hair. but like that he's hair. also a BA with jets in the back. He'd like have oh, fourteen yeah. Tomcats yeah, behind like, him, and we we could never, I guess, figure out how to use it well enough to like. But like, man, Ryu, you know, do the Hayuken. <laughs> They're what did they say like, when they would spin, um, do that like roundhouse kick? Oh, the, what, I don't know. I, the, it was like the uppercut, right? There's an uppercut, but there's one where they actually spin and, and kick. And I, I used to think <laughs> they'd say fast cat, wildcat. And you'd be like, fast cat, wildcat. But my brother told me that was way off. I used to just yell out, fast cat, wildcat. Different language. <laughs> oh man! But those games, um, I miss those those days. I need to. That's whenever you would like get one game. Yeah. As a, for, at least for my family, we'd get one game as a family, and we would all just have to take turns because there's so many of yeah. us, um, and we would just wait and wait until get your hands on the new 
Clay Fighters. Oh, Clay. <laughs> I was just about to say, Clay Fighter was amazing. Yeah. So. And then, like, we had, like, NFL Street and NBA Street. Yeah. Well, you, you, FIFA because, Street. And, uh, sports, sports games. Oh, yeah. yeah I think yeah, I was more into games. sports when, uh, when I moved here because a bunch of my cousins, they were, were all watching the same, we're all watching NFL and college football. At that time, we were huge, like, football fans. And, uh, we got, uh ncaa on xbox one yeah and i would every weekend my cousins would come over and we had a setup in my dad's garage four players we we all we would all be we create our own players in one um school and uh it's like oh like you'd be quarterback and then you'd be running back and uh i'll play wide receiver then we would play from i don't know like seven at night till 3 a.m. 3 a.m. Oh, that was the best. It's like in the know, garage. You, yeah, you, you would stay up until the wee hours of the morning just playing. Then you would wake up. You're rubbing your eyes. Just get some water, and you walk right back to the back out of the garage. <laughs> <laughs> do do it all over again. But I, I, I kind of got burned out in video games for a little bit. But now some yeah. of the games are. I mean, it's it looks too real. It, it's. I mean, it's good. Some games, I mean, I, I can't wait to play some games, and some game was just too much for me. But it's fun to go back. I mean, the how nostalgic, I think, our generation can be with yeah. games. I mean, you see how they're coming out with the, the NES and the Super NES again. Like, yeah. And they're selling, like, they're selling out immediately because there's something about the simplicity. I mean, I would say simplicity of some of those games. Yeah. Kind of like this Donkey Kong. It's like... It's you know two D, but it's just but it's so difficult. You have to. It's almost like math. You get you have to get down the actual sequence yeah. of everything, and which they kind of go into detail in the documentary. And about uh, it, but that title, fistful of quarters. <laughs> it's, it's 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 pretty it's, genius. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty good. Well, um, so while we're uh, getting ready to discuss the documentary a little bit more. I'm going to uh, crack open this beer for you guys. Ooh, what beer we I got? finished my Lone Star. So real quick, let me grab them. Beer of the the ep- the episode. So episode ten. It's actually one of my. Uh, I have an IPA that I like from this company. It's um, from Deep Ellum Brewing Company. Mm. Um, so here you go, Jeff. <laughs> and Steve Weeby. <laughs> Stevie Weeby. Stevie Weeby. I think after this documentary, he might be um, what this beer is, which is the name of the beer is Local Legend by Deep Ellum Brewing. So let's see um, here. Now, again, sweet stout. This is a milk stout. So oh, I know we're, man. we always drink, talk about trying different beers. So I don't drink milk, but I will drink this. I, th- I, don't, I don't think it's going to taste like milk, but it's, it's a nice, it's a nice can. It's nice, very punk rockish. We'll see how this goes. I think yeah. this is a good example of us trying different different beers. So, Ryan's, I got I got some I got a little clip for you, because you know what we're we're talking about today. What? Oh man, I messed it up. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> That just made me sound like a weirdo. Um, <laughs> the hell was that? that? Yeah, what, what just <laughs> what happened? Was that? that was Lana Del Rey's video games. I had it paused on the part where she's um, like, and we're playing video games. I like how but, you played and you kept touching it. the screen like you was messing no, I was up. No, I was trying to fast forward to like a part where she said it. Sorry, guys. It's okay, Ryan. Podgy, again, not accepted. <laughs> Brett Ratner. Brett Ratner. While we're sitting here real quick, I'm going to give Ryan a coaster, but this isn't just any coaster. Uh-huh. It's a special coaster. You probably don't recognize what this coaster is, but it's I actually it, a graphic um, used in one of my favorite games from NES called Mega Man. Mega Man. So and I actually have an energy mug I use. Yeah. It's like uh, a little cool. e-tank. E- um, that's me. Jeff knows I'm a gamer. So, Ryan almost popped that top. Yeah, almost. Ryan. I don't know if I heard I'm, that, but. I'm messing up bad. Yeah, you almost prematurely popped that top. Right well, real there. quick, let me read about it. So, the beer. So, as this beer says, legends aren't born, they are brewed. <laughs> Love runs deep. The smooth milk stout is one for the books. Almost said boobs. 
There's one for the books. It could be boobs. But local legend, I think, Stevie Weeby. So, Ryan, you want to do us? Oh, I'm going to hate this. I can um, say your little line for us. So, if you're going to crack a cold one with the spicy boys, now's the time to pop that top. Oh. And uh, I, I want to start doing a weekly segment, uh, beer and beer and blockbusters. What I'm going to call it. <laughs> Is it just blockbuster films? No, it's blockbuster like the store. You know they're not open anymore. Oh, <laughs> so we're going to tell our our listeners how you can watch the movie if you want to. Uh, this movie is actually on YouTube. Yeah, for free. There's two links, actually. One's a free one. One's one's a paid. <laughs> Please pay for it. Just I you know, pay. just out of respect to the the filmmakers. And I didn't pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like where's that free? So spicy. Stream. But you know, that's what. So I want to start doing every week is uh, when we're while we're drinking the beer, while we're we're taking our first few swigs. You know, give let give our uh, listeners let them let them in on how they can watch these movies too because that's that's part of the fun that's why that's why um, we enjoy it so this is it donkey kong fistful of quarters right that's the name that's king the, of kong king of kong fistful of quarters mm-hmm. yeah watch on youtube for free yeah, yeah. It, it's it's there i think it's put on there it used by to the be studio. on uh, netflix but yeah you can all rely on good old youtube oh yeah um so one thing that I read a book once. One time. Read one a book. time. It was a great um, It was about filmmaking oh. and it was about producing mostly. And, and they were, t- they, they used this movie as an example because Steve Gordon is the guy who directed this movie, correct? Yes. Yeah. And so Steve Gordon, uh, it was a huge hit. Everybody loved it. And the first thing everybody asked after they saw this was, when are you going to make this into a fictional film? Like, you know, when are, when are we going to do a narrative about the, you know, do a fictionalized version of this and do like a bigger movie? So when he was recording the documentary, he secured the rights for the documentary, but he didn't secure the, uh, the life rights. And... Uh, so nobody had, nobody, he didn't have the rights whenever he tried to go and make the, write a script about him. So it's, it's who has, who has the rights. It's just, it's just, no, they like Billy Mitchell won't agree to it now. Like he would have at the time, yeah, but he didn't do it. Oh. Billy Mitchell, man. So yeah, you guys want to talk about one of the main characters of the documentary. Steve Weeby? Let's start, no, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's start with... Which one? You want to start with Steve? I think, I think we, should, we should start with Billy. Okay. And since he kind of set this this entire documentary up for people, um, he uh, he is quite the character. <laughs> He's very into himself. Uh, I'm trying to think of, a, of an actor who, uh, from a movie or a character that I could... Um, compare and, and oh man that's a tough one Satan and Tenacious D <laughs> that's pretty good oh man uh, he he's like that guy in Horrible Bosses <laughs> alright that's a good one <laughs> Steve Gordon also directed Horrible Bosses oh okay is that his name? And guess who else is in Horrible Bosses? Steve Weeby. Yeah, he Stevie is. Stevie Weeby. Steve Weeby. Uh, man. He, he played like a security guard or something. He did? The actual, the real guy? So I found that out after looking in, yeah. yeah. We, after looking into this doc a little bit more, I realized he's he's been in two of his movies, um, Horrible Bosses and um, Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn. And, yeah. Uh, what? Which I, I haven't seen that. that. But he had, yeah, That's he played cool. like a, you know, a smaller role, but it's just funny how he went from this documentary and probably became friends with him and moved on to do some small little roles. But, uh, Billy, Billy Mitchell reminds me of, uh, um, uh, Ben Stiller's character in uh, dodgeball. That's actually a really good That's example. <laughs> That's a really, really good example. What's his name? White. Is it white? W H. White Goodman. White Goodman. I read it. 
<laughs> in a book. Because Billy's hair is long, but it's not long enough to be like, oh, that's a long hair. But it's it's not short enough to be a mullet. So it's and it's groomed. <laughs> it's groomed. Well, it's so like it's so his character is so funny because he's like he's like this bully that exists in a world that you feel like bullies wouldn't exist. I know. See, that's the best part about it. Yeah. Because if he was in any other scenario, I feel like any other like place, you'd be like, like this, this guy's a dweeb. This guy's yeah. a nerd, yeah. man. But it's like he's like Dweeb. the coolest of all the nerds. Yeah. So Billy Billy Mitchell set the world record for Donkey Kong in 82, 83, around that time. And it stood it stood there for how long? Maybe years. Years. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he was the... Uh, let's, let's imagine White Goodman playing video games and, and <laughs> he's just... At the top of this game. That's such a good example, too. Like, and as soon as you said that, I was like, the perfect <laughs> example of who Billy Mitchell is. But here's the thing. He, uh, um, his outfit, his, uh, his, he, tie, his patriotic ties. Yes, patriotic ties. <laughs> um, his well-trimmed, uh, beard. And it's just his, his mannerism is use of words and it's very it's very um yeah it's something so you would think it's it's uh it's uh someone wrote this character <laughs> but it's a real person no yeah it's, it's, and that's what's so funny in this movie is just such a great metaphor like it's just a naturally great metaphor like you know with the with him Steve like getting the record and then everybody kind of being against him. Yeah. And it's because Billy's already been there. He already knows everybody. It's like it's a it's a systemic problem. You know, it's a systemic problem yeah. that Steve's trying to break into and he's just and you see it. You're like, "Oh, he's such a good guy. He's just going up against this like this system that's already been there for years. This guy's been around for so long and nobody will will reach out to help him out." I mean, that's that's such like the the you know the working man's play yeah. you know it's I, like i, I like can't. the setup it's everyone's like oh my god it's, it's billy mitchell um set the world record for donkey kong and all the gamers like billy mitchell billy mitchell and stood there then um this guy the underdog <laughs> this from a small town <laughs> he just he he sat, he he has his own donkey kong machine and he well and the whole story about him like almost winning a state championship and almost doing this yeah. and almost doing that. And he's just like, never, he never won. He always got close, but he never won. Yeah. And and the reason he was even starting to play so much Donkey Kong is because he got laid off. Yeah. It was just like a, like a series of, I feel like bad luck and just, yeah. yeah he was like an engineer at Boeing and yeah, then he just was, became like a science teacher. Like, my my favorite thing I think about the documentary though, because people that ask me, you know, they watch. I think there are certain documentaries out there that you you see on Netflix that you're some of the best ones you watch, and then after that you're like, I need an, you know, you get that, you go through phases. At least I do, where I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch docs for like two weeks, and I'll yeah. try to watch everything I can. Totally. So when I recommend it to people, the first thing I always tell them is, you don't have to enjoy video games, like. Because I've recommended this to people that do not have any association with arcade games. They don't care about them. And they come back and they're like, that's probably one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. Yeah. And it has nothing to... I mean, it has to do with Donkey Kong, but it's the it's story. More than that. Yeah. Everything about it is so well constructed. Yeah. Um, and that's what was so like important to me that like the character development, even though these people are real characters, you know, there's just... I think there's also like... There you have, there's a certain way you approach the editing yeah. and the way you shoot, you know, because you gotta, you know, how docs are. You shoot hours and hours, days yeah. and days of footage, and you have to go make this into something. Well, so. do you know what the timeline was on this movie? Like how long they recorded? Because that, it seems like it was almost. It had to have almost been like a two or three year process, like just At of least. shooting. Yeah. But yeah, Brad was right. I mean, I agree about this. Kind of just shows how it's 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 a very specific vision for the director and the crew to come up with something like this for a documentary um 
I mean, some scenes like you can say like they, they they've had to to have planned like block this scene for this to work. Um, uh, just in like uh, the build up of a of a you know early on you would see some triumphs and you can tell oh it's it's gonna it's 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 gonna it's gonna I mean it's gonna um, start rolling down and and it's it's gonna be that part to where the protagonist is in the bottom and there has to be some kind of redemption scene and uh, for a documentary it's I, I say everything's there it's um it's very uh yeah it's you don't have to like video games to watch this documentary if you like just good conflict comp, you know competition under a good underdog story yeah you should ch- definitely check it out if you, yeah, if you want to root for the good guy yeah you want to watch this movie so it's like a rock it's like almost like a rocky of the video game world yeah but i felt yeah it felt like everyone was against him but he was so nice that okay you know even when he went to that uh the the uh, the arcade uh place and uh you see you see the separation of him then billy M- mitchell then he has his kid it's kind of like his uh his jester who's like who was just calling him oh my god no steve's up in us uh, almost six six hundred thousand points, and he has one life left or whatever. Yeah, I <laughs> see that first scene. time I watched that, I hated that guy so much. <laughs> and I was like, this guy is such you know, he's just everybody that you don't want to be. But watching it this time, I, I felt really bad for him. Billy Mitchell? No, the other guy, Stevie. Not Steve Weeby. Um, oh, the guy with like glasses? assistant, Brian something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, can you imagine that being your life? I was going to say, you're, you you felt bad for him? Yeah. Like, are you, you feel like he's pathetic. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't feel, really feel bad for him. You feel bad for who he's what, become. Feel bad for his life. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think we all feel that way. Yeah. I mean, I felt that way. I was like, oh my gosh. At least Billy Mitchell has something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Dude, you Billy know? Mitchell has his own hot sauce. I know. I know what you're talking we were about. talking about. Oh my god! How we want. Should, maybe I should figure out a way to order some. We of gotta that. try it. And we can bring it up on another. It's episode. expensive. I looked into it one time, hey. but we got. Money. I'm willing to, you know, get drop them, some. We got yeah. them spicy bucks. You know, we got all those. Yeah, the spicy dollars. So from all the uh, all that sponsorship we got, so um, <laughs> we we should uh, we should Gotta make wish. our own like. We'll do. We'll Currency? pay people in spicy bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Those are as good as cash. <laughs> and everybody gets, everybody will get uh, 10 spicy bucks. And then if you're a guest, you have to use your spicy bucks to buy your beer. <laughs> have you seen that episode of It's Always Sunny when they talk about like the Dave and Buster's, yeah. Dave and Buster's power card? Stop sustaining economy. <laughs> One of the <laughs> best episodes of just blatant product placement yeah. I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> there was one scene at uh, King of Kongs where they're talking about oh if if you want to be if you if you want to be recognized you want and you have you want to um, play under pressure and uh, set set a record you got to go to Fun Place you got to go to Fun Place it's this arcade uh, um, uh, shop so I forgot where um, I think it was in Seattle wasn't it was it it. Um, Oh no 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 no! It was in Florida. Oh, it was in Florida. Yeah, you're right, you're yeah, because right. Billy Mitchell lived really close to the arcade, but he wouldn't show up. And uh, they're explaining, yeah, Fun Shop is the place to, you know, if, if you're into like classic video games, this is the place to go. And uh, there's no, you know, it's just a bunch of guys, and there's no DDG. And it's like DDG. Oh, drop dead gorgeous women. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, what was the name of that guy? God. Captain Awesome or something like that. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about him. The um, uh, you know who I'm talking about, Brad. Like he's he he was the one who like bought Steve Weeby a new board board because they were yeah, yeah they were and then it, it turned yeah. out that it was like really controversial because like he was. Billy Mitchell's like nemesis in some game, and see that's that's what makes this documentary <laughs> so good too. Oh, because man, you don't, great. you would never know the ins and outs of like, yeah, you're like, like what you know. And you talk about like sports, it's like oh steroids, this that you know. Um, but 
it's like in in classic arcade like what what's going to be the big problem and you start finding out it's like oh people can rig their motherboards that run the game to rack different numbers up on the screen so it's just like oh it's a totally different world that i expected and um well in all the care there's so many different characters in it i know the marble madness guy he talks about and he wears a <laughs> what is it like a uh, bowling yeah he wears like a drive uh, it's like a fingerless glove yeah of some sort i thought it was like a like a bowling like wrist oh, guard or something but yeah he talks about how it's the ref the guy that like just wants to make like music, music. and sing songs about but all oh the songs about Oh my god, he's terrible. <laughs> oh, his music. His music sucks he, so bad. He was a nice guy though. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, his music's nice. bad, but he's nice. His music's yeah. But that's 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 what makes it so great. And then like even like Steve Weeby. <laughs> is it Weeby or Weeb? I always forget cuz they, they they talk about it Weeby. in Weeby. Yeah. Yeah, it's Weeby, right? He had to uh, correct it's, the uh, the ref referee hey walter can you say it again it's weeby yeah he kept saying weeb um <laughs> his wife like i feel like in the you you realize she's kind of like it's just a game but it's like so much more than that and it's it shows you like she's she understands she gets it yeah the which importance is really of cool. it and it's like showing her just like supporting him was like cool i don't know i enjoyed that part and so many aspects of this documentary just or like the scene where the little kid is like He's playing, you know, he's playing for the record and he's, it's the recording and you can hear the kid going, dad, stop playing. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, come on, buddy, quit playing Donkey Kong. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, like, Pay wipe your kid's ass. Kids. <laughs> uh, I don't care what you do, video games or sports. If you're, man, if you're passionate about something, you gotta go, go all out. <laughs> Cause I mean today all this the the professional e e e gamers yeah I yeah uh, become um, the best at something yeah I know I know some you know people who are like oh you know they're not and it's not a real job to just playing video games yeah but I mean they've been playing this for years before even before YouTube before social media and they love playing this game and they figure out a way to keep playing keep having fun and get paid six figures a year <laughs> playing games playing games. You know, but you got to be one of the best. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's 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 not just about it's the it's not it's not just about the uh, the game. You know, or playing the games. About you wanting to be like on the top of the mountain and wanting to stay there for as long as possible, and which can like fuck up with it. it, it just what? <laughs> and some of those older games too are more like they're very difficult because there's not. Because you know games today, there's so many different things you can do, right? And yeah. Those, these older arcade games are very like, like I was talking about earlier, it's just you have like a few buttons, right? And it's all about like precision and timing yeah. and that's what's... And I think what's different about those two is those are built on, uh, those are a bit like, they are very simple, but they're built like to be random. Like video games now, like... I don't feel like there's as much kind of randomness to it. Like, you know, like with, with Donkey Kong, the barrels come at different times. So every time you play, you're going to get kind of a different deal. But like for a lot of the games kind of going later, well, now they, they put like physics in the games and stuff like that. But for a while there, it was just like every, you knew every time you turn the game on, like that first level is going to be exactly the same. Yeah. Like Mario. Yeah, you know, like you can run through those levels if you have it memorized. With like Donkey Kong, you can't do that. Like things are gonna change. Yeah, that's what they talk about. That's what's cool. Yeah, and they, there's like glitch in the game. Like, was it the death screen or kill screen? Kill, kill screen. screen. Yeah, the yeah. kill screen, and it's it's just funny because it's that became something that I don't think originally was planned. You know, so yeah, I mean. And it's like a big deal to them, but it's like probably the the game designers. It was like, oh, it's just a glitch. <laughs> yeah, it's not. That's yeah, for them. That's that was that's, not our intention. Well, I think that's just it, what it was. It was just when like when you ran out of space, like when the the hard drive like basically ran out of space, it just died. You know. Yeah, and that's and that's what I loved about some of the scenes. You know, or, or what's uh, Billy Mitchell's little guy guy with glasses we were talking about earlier. I was, 
Oh um, man, Brian. Brian's watching the whole time. He's like, kill screen, kill screen, and he's like going around like talking. He's like, um, yeah, he's like, uh, hey, he's guys. telling people. Well, it's yeah. funny. Is he's like, like, you gotta kill screen. You gotta kill screen. <laughs> well, what's so sad about that build up to that moment is like nobody's paid attention to Steve at all the entire time, and then this guy's like, I'm just gonna overload him. Yeah, with like he did that on purpose. Yeah, I know. You know? It's, uh, it's so crazy, but they did such a good job. But they did. It, it's one of those documentaries where you watch it and you're like, man, like to find that kind of story, it just has to fall in your lap. Yeah. You know? And I was going to mention, yeah, like how much, not with just this documentary, but like in just in documentary filmmaking, like you got to have, you got to have an understanding on how to shoot, how to edit content and all that. But some of it, I think I do believe a portion of it can come down to luck. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And timing of just some you know, things happen, but you got to be ready for it. And, you know, there's a, there's another documentary I'd, I'd like, well, I think we, we, we should do it sometime, but a American movie. Have you guys ever seen it? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh man. It's all about independent filmmaking, but oh, yeah? in a way that you, you have never seen before. It's awesome. But yeah, I like documentaries too, where it's, there's, they introduce the, protagonist and they introduce this journey that's about to happen and in between they would you know they have little subplots and little facts but as a whole you're you're waiting for will this character um fail or succeed at the end of the documentary i like yeah i like documentaries like that but for, sure. i mean for and well as you know as filmmaker watching documentaries like that you you realize and you understand that this documentary could um um they probably shot this for what maybe just to get the results they wanted i don't know three years maybe maybe more you know um and in in that time they're not making any money at yeah. all you know that that's just the you know that's just them work you know working but yeah but you know they don't know if it's gonna be good yeah like it's it's such a such a commitment for something that you really have no idea on. Um, what do you guys think about think about this beer? <laughs> it's a sweet stout, which I've never had before. I'm well, not, to be honest, I'm not a stout guy. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I mean, so <laughs> I was kind of curious what you guys would think. Uh, um, I, I'm going to keep trying to get new beers. That's, that's yeah. I think so far. I've, I've oh, done, yeah. I did a sour beer and I've done a milk stout. I think it'd be pretty easy if I just did IPAs the entire time. IPAs in 4K Cause all we, day? Because we all love IPAs. So I'm trying to change it up. But I don't know if I'm actually like... I think it's good <laughs> for a milk stout. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's weird. Like It says sweet stout, which... I don't drink it is milk, sweet. so... <laughs> you don't drink milk? No. I just put it in the cereal and I throw it away after I'm done with the cereal. Yeah, Jeff does not drink milk. I did not know that. Some something that you know needs to be kept deep down. <laughs> hey, we, we Wait, should does this taste like milk to you? Hmm? This doesn't taste like milk though, does it? No, but just it's placebo effect. Just milk in the can, so this says milk. So I assume there's milk in it. <laughs> I don't think it says milk. Well, you don't stout, have to drink it. it. Oh, it's almost done, it's almost done. So, uh, you want another one? Where, where does you it know say what? I'll milk? Drink it. Yeah, I'll drink another oh, one. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Lone Star for, for the it. people. For the people. Where does it say milk? Right there. The smooth milk stout is one of one for the books. See, I weighed it, so I looked at it and I was like, I don't. I knew you didn't like milk stouts. Well, milk in general. I don't. I don't <laughs> like. I'm not a big fan of milk stouts. I'll have one occasionally, but I was again. I'm like, nope. That's part of this podcast. I was yeah. like, I got to do it. You got to so. yeah. go. You got to reach out. It's all about being spicy and reaching out. Um. So I was thinking this week. I was like, man, we should have spicy nicknames. Like oh gosh, Brad, you should be spicy cornbread. Cornbread, cornbread. <laughs> Why cornbread? Like jalapeno cornbread. I'm from the Midwest, and we have a lot of corn. Yes. yes. All right, I'll take that. What about Jeff? Jeff, you gotta be spicy your- rice. Oh. No. Can we do that? <laughs> spicy rice sounds safe. I don't like that. <laughs> he was okay with it, so I'm I think not- we're okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll just be like spicy mayonnaise. I love spicy mayonnaise. <laughs> spicy mayo. Just, just just mayo. I'll just be sriracha. I'm just, 
Rooster Ooh, sauce. Rooster sauce. Ooh, <laughs> Mr. Rooster. Can I be Mr. Mr. Rooster? I'll be. Uh, I'll be. What, what? What's something from Oklahoma? Um, I have no clue. Spicy steak. <laughs> spicy onions. They have a lot of onions in Oklahoma. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> what? is that their main export? <laughs> no, just like steak and onions. You know, it's a oh, dish. that's nice. Steak and mashers. I'll be. Uh, what? Why do? You, why are you wanting to give us spicy names? I don't know. I feel, I feel like it, it's probably just a bad idea. Well. I'm going to come up with my nickname. I'm going to I think Google. if we do this, we should have like a survey all, and yeah. we should post it online. I'm going to yeah. Google. Hey, uh, all you spicy <laughs> listeners out there, this is your chance to be involved with the Spice Boys podcast. <laughs> Go to facebook.com backslash Brad Hughes Facebook page. Wait, boy, this is my personal page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we- Go to instagram.com and look up Spice Boys podcast. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> I know we keep talking about the video side, but we're going to get this all online. We're going to start doing videos and we'll probably have a page where you can, we'll start posting stuff. So I think it's a good idea. I think if we're going to do spicy nicknames, we should let people, we should let the people decide. Maybe we yeah, can, we'll will, come up with the, the, the choices for each of us and then people can vote on it. And I'm waiting for the video to come up because I need my chest waxed. I know people keep asking me, so we got to make this happen. <laughs> we're going to get a, I feel like I was in season. Sorry. I need a chest wax. <laughs> and it, for that for that episode, um, would that be your episode? Be my episode? I don't know. We, get, so. we should have Ron on. Here's Ron the thing. Would love it. I think when whenever we do that, Ryan has to be talking about the film. Like, as we're waxing. Yeah. He needs to review it. <laughs> no. I'm not. Like, how do you feel about the, 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 the movie, Ryan? <laughs> know how i feel about that well we'll have a poll on our right on our website like a survey poll just like a poll um geocities.com slash spicy boys geocities.com <laughs> you gotta use netscape to get there <laughs> <laughs> ask jeeves.com and ask them where are the spicy boys and we know exactly ask who's, who's a <laughs> Hey, real quick, I, I saw people posting stuff on Facebook the other day. Did something happen to AOL Instant Messenger? It did. They they shut it down. It's done. Yeah. Yeah? So thank God for you, huh? All those AIMs oh, are, are no longer a worry for you. you why? Just because it's not... <laughs> Probably because no nobody's used, used it in 10 years. <laughs> but Sarah and I were talking about it, and I was like, I'll be honest, I never used it. I never used it really. I had like I made an account you mean one like time to actually talk to people because everybody used well, it. Well, because when I was in middle school, yeah, this was it's funny. Everyone used it, but where I was from, no one used it. We used ICQ, and uh, ICQ was like the only chat program that, like that people talked about. Yeah, so I was on there high school. Yeah, I don't. Did you guys ever? Do you guys know what ICQ is? No. Uh, we call it. It was I IRC in the Philippines. Was that like? Just, a, was that like AOL Instant Messenger for Insane Clown Posse fans? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get through it without talking. All I remember is when you get a message, you go, uh-oh. What kind of message you get? Uh-oh. uh-oh. And then you could, well, never mind. But yeah, you'd send messages and go, uh-oh, uh-oh. So if you got a lot of messages, your computer just keep going, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Man, I, bet, I bet your parents loved that. <laughs> With uh, five kids at the time and, and one computer, it was tough to have like, we would get like 30 minutes of computer time. It was tough. Have you guys played uh, Donkey Kong Arcade on Arcade? I oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever played Donkey Kong Arcade. It is oh, really hard. But yeah. I, my, my buddy Blaine, same one. Well... Same guy. If you guys ever want to play arcade games, right down the street is a Juice Land. I don't know if you know this, Juice Land has free arcade games. They have Donkey Kong? They might. I know they have Miss Pac-Man. Oh. They have Ninja Turtles. Oh, It's free. You just show shit. up. <laughs> and you can play all day. If you want. But Ooh. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's just, it's in walking distance. But. And then down by Kyle, we have a large uh, Pinballs arcade. I heard place. about that. Yeah. yeah I almost went there a couple nights ago. Kyle, Texas. They called me up. No, I was passed out. I was. <laughs> it was after uh, ACL. Where some people going there? Um, some of the guys they're staying in San Marcos. Like, let's go to pinballs, dude. No. What goes on at pinballs? Stays at pinballs. 
Okay. I said, what? It's like, a, uh, it's like uh, a, that was my question. Uh, statement. Bar, it's a food, and they have a ton of arcade games there. Oh. Yeah. Give me another hey, one of that milk stout that I don't like right, to drink. All you listeners out there, we're popping our second top. We're, we're going to pop pop the second top real quick, and then we're going to rate this uh, this this doc. So Can we just can we rate this beer, too? Because I'm going to give it a pretty medium rate. <laughs> it tastes good. It's just not for me. All right, so real quick, let's pop that top. Mm. Yum, milk. Oh, <laughs> so good. I got it all over my shorts. <laughs> but it's a messy beer. All right, so Jeff, real quick on the beer, what do you rate Local Legend Sweet Stout by Deep Ellen Brewing Company? Um, I'm not a stout guy. I'm not a milk guy. It is a milk stout. So if you had to rate, just if you just had to say where a stout is in beer, it's like if you had to rate just stout beers, uh, what would you give it? Because that's going to dictate your actual rating of this particular beer. I'm gonna, I'll give it a. a um, I was going to give it. Well, you don't drink stout, so I'm I don't just, drink stout. But I mean, this is pretty good. Oh, I so mean, convincing. Yeah. <laughs> good. I appreciate the. Uh, effort I'll be honest I can't tell the difference between stouts sometimes like milk stouts so I mean this is I, I won't probably want to talk my fridge with this but if it's there I'll probably drink it yeah just like um, you are right now yeah you cracked up on another one <laughs> yeah because it's here so I'll, I'll give it a spicy boys I'll give it a six I'm all right well out, I'm gonna, of, out of 50 no <laughs> well i'm gonna vouch, vouch for them because have you had their ipas yes i have okay. they the and then the, the Which, blonde mm-hmm. so i think we're probably not the best choices to rate this beer because <laughs> we're not big fans of milk stouts but i do have confidence that this is a pretty good milk stout so yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it's a little, it's a little on the sweet side, which is weird for a stout. That's what it's called, sweet stout. Maybe, maybe essence. because I, I, I need to drink more milk, milk stouts. I think maybe you that's should. why. Left I bet you would like it. Stout? Yeah, if sweet was replaced with spicy, it was a spicy oh, stout. Yeah, you know, just a little, little pepper in there. You know, are we gonna get the ghost pepper beer one of these days? I hope so. On um, episode one hundred. Ooh, so ten. Mm. We'll be divorced by then, the but oh, yeah, we will. <laughs> hopefully. So, um, well, well, let's rate the doc then. So Jeff gave the beer a six, yeah, out of fifty. But what would you rate this documentary? King of Kong, Fistful of Quarters. Uh, the King of Kong. The colon a fistful of quarters. King um, of Kong. King of Kong. Dude, I'd I'd, I'd give it. It's, it's like I say, it's probably one of the best docs I've ever seen. Um, like that, you don't you don't need to be a video game fan to watch it. If you if you appreciate good storytelling, and uh, um, I give it, uh, I give it a, a Ghost Pepper. It's a good one. Yeah, that is good. I, I'm gonna give it the Naga Viper because I, I agree with Jeff. It is one of the greatest documentaries I've ever seen. Love the movie. It's got such a good storyline. Where's the Where's the Naga Viper rate? Is that a below ghost pepper or above? I think it's right by. Not gonna tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. Naga. He's a naga. Since I'm not sure where that rates, I'm gonna say ghost pepper also. Okay. Yeah. It's definitely because a lot of uh, documentaries when people watch hear about documentaries, they uh, expect Michael Moore a very <laughs> yes no a very serious subject where yeah. there's no room for um. Some some fun, you know, but this, I think that's why I like it a lot because it's yeah. also just you can watch this and feel good. Now, you know, there's some particular documentaries. There's one in particular I can think of that's popular on Netflix that you watch it and it's super super depressing, but it's very well done. Probably the best one of the best documentaries ever made. I think I know the one you're talking I think, about. Yeah, um, this is a very lighthearted documentary. Yeah. With, it's fun, you know, yeah. underdog story. It, it's about it's, humanity too. Yeah, it you, really is, you know. And so you can I go think. in. It's a solid watch. You watch it. You feel good. Yeah. So and then it, it, it's not about it's not about Donkey Kong. It's about it's about Steve you, Stevie <laughs> Weeby. Just trying Stevie to Stevie Weeby. Just just trying to get on top of the mountain 
you know trying to save that princess yeah and i think it even has that song from the karate kid you're the best around uh yeah that, ghost pepper for me for the beer maybe uh what's uh, what's below ghost pepper ryan Poblano. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I. Th- I think it goes. It's like. <sighs> I wish we had a good scale for this. I think we're yeah, just confusing I think we people. Have but Scoville scale, like printed out for us to. On the videos, use. we're gonna start showing the Scoville scale, so you guys um, can. Because I think on different scales, they have the peppers rated in different areas. Mm. But we have our own. Cool. Well, how about you, Brad? Ghost pepper, right? You said ghost pepper. Yeah. yeah. Naga viper. Naga viper. <laughs> Such a cool. It name. was good. Yeah, awesome. Dog. One it's one of the few <laughs> movies I still own on DVD. Uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> well, folks, that's all the time we have for episode ten. We made it double digits. What double up? D's, double D's, double digits, <laughs> double D's. All right, guys. Well, thank you for uh, listening, for the, uh, listeners out there, and uh, thanks. Hey, to, thanks uh, for being spicy. Uh, yeah, yeah thanks, for, thanks for joining in on that spice. We're gonna keep it keep it spicy, you know. Just uh, hold the hold the spicy fort, and uh, thanks. Oh, thanks for Deep Elam Brewery. Is it yeah. Elam or Elm? I say Elm. Deep Elm. Elm. Yeah, yeah, because it's Elm. It's actually Elm, and the joke is that the uh, Elm. Sorry, I didn't mention this is also a Texas beer, so nice. it's important I think to know that. So. There we go. Lana Del Rey. Thank you, guys. With video We're going to let her finish this. Um, so, yeah, go check out King of Kong, Fistful of Quarters. And drink some uh, some local legend by Deep Ellum, their little sweet stout. No, walk us out, Lana Del Rey. Thank you, Spicy Boys. Out. Thank you.